Hey, what's up everybody and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host Michael and this episode is Beginner Tip 22, where I answer a listener question on shift work plus a bonus question on strength training. But before I do that, big thank you to our sponsors, Precision Hydration, that provide electrolyte products to keep you hydrated and keep your your sodium content topped up in your endurance training and racing. So that's something that you definitely need to do, and you need to pay more attention to it than just trusting your sports drink or your gels to give you the sodium you need, because the individual variation in how much sodium you lose in your sweat is massive. It's uh, There's a massive difference between the persons that are so-called salty sweaters and more normal ones. So that's something that you can check on precisionhydration.com. Just go and take their free online sweat test and I'll link to it in the episode description and you can find out what kind of uh, sodium needs you have and what sort of uh, electrolyte products you should use, what strength of them in your training and racing. So again, that's precisionhydration.com and you can get your first box for free when you use the discount code DATTRIATHLONSHOW, all one word, all caps, at checkout. Alright, so this question comes from Jordan who writes, I work shifts with a constant four-week rotation of 12-hour days and nights and whilst I get plenty of time off, my training seems to be all over the place. My problem is that I never know how I'm going to feel from one day to the next. For instance, I can get up from nights on week on week three and feel really strong, having a great session. The same day, four weeks later, I feel half dead. This makes planning very hard and I tend to just go on how I feel as to what will do as to what I'll do over the next couple of days. Sorry about that. I definitely don't struggle for motivation and if anything, reading your last email, I tend to do far too many sessions at a hard pace. Uh, so let's tackle that part first and get into his strength training question later. So I googled this sort of uh, shift uh, schedule rotation, rotational shift work, uh, because I didn't know how it works. So if I understand correctly, it's uh, two day shifts followed by two days off, then three day shifts, then two days off, then two day shifts and three days off, then two night shifts, two days off, Three, three more night shifts, two days off, and two night shifts and three days off. And on average, the uh, weekly hours is 42. So that gives you some uh, context. And uh, Jordan, here's the thing. You write that you never know how you're going to feel from one day to the next. And that may be true, but I think that it should be possible to establish some general patterns for when you are most likely to feel good and not so good. Of course, you can never be sure, but you want to be able to deal with likelihood and uh, probabilities here. So so you want to, to have an 80% chance of feeling good on a certain day and schedule a hard session a key quality session for that day and then another day you may know that you probably will not feel good and if you do then it's a good surprise but you don't count on it so you schedule a rest day or something easy on that day that's the the basic premise of what i will suggest that you do here so step one is if you don't keep a training log then start one and uh, you can keep training the way you have been for a while already 
as you start logging your training but make sure just that every day you write down how you feel each day and then after one of these rotations or two of these rotations go back and start looking for trends whether it's days or nights or days off in terms of your shift work that tend to have you feel the best and the worst in your training so you will need to associate certain patterns in your work with patterns in your training and and you should have a fairly consistent training plan, I think, for this uh, baseline period where, where you gather data and want to, to find these patterns. And you also need to stop doing what you what you write there of doing most of your sessions too hard because otherwise it doesn't really matter if you're on shift work or not. It will be difficult to get into a good consistent routine anyway. So next, uh, when you have done this, you have uh, found some patterns that you think are likely to be true for you, uh, then you should start plan to plan your training. You can't just go off feel, that's a recipe for not really progressing. Even if I realize that shift work, I know this because I coach athletes that have shift work, uh, and, and it is more challenging than, than a regular schedule, but it is absolutely possible 100% to plan training anyway. So carefully consider these patterns that you've found, how you will feel based on both the training and the work that you've done. So not, not just one or the other. So for example, you may find that usually you feel great. So you can do like a hard workout after your first night shift. Uh, but it's, it's only after the first night shift and then usually the next couple of days the combination of a night shift plus a hard workout has you feeling uh, very tired and fatigued so maybe that's where you schedule a rest day and just an easy recovery session or something like that these are the kinds of uh, planning decisions you need to start making and it's not easy and it takes time but this is what you what you have to do to make your training effective so uh, so that's uh, about it for, for the planning. And uh, lastly, yes, sometimes you will have days when you are dead tired, uh, whether you've planned for it or not. You may be planned for not being dead tired, and you are anyway. It's important to realize that this happens to everybody. And in most situations, my recommendation is that, uh, that if you have a hard workout scheduled, but you feel tired, if you feel absolutely dead tired, there's no way in hell that you can do it, then just skip it and move on. Maybe if you have like a really good window, you have a recovery day the next day, or sorry, a rest day the next day, you can take the rest day one day early and try to do the hard workout the next day. But sometimes it's better to just forget the workout, move on, let it be, and uh, roll with the punches go on with your schedule but if you feel really tired but not to the degree that you know that you absolutely absolutely have to skip it right away then i like to to use the 20 minute rule which says that do the workout as prescribed for the first 20 minutes of it and ideally this should include some intensity whether it's a build in the warm-up or whether it's maybe the first interval of uh, of your main set and then Evaluate after that first 20 minutes how you feel. Can you can you go on with the workout? Because sometimes you will start to feel much better after 20 minutes, the a way that you didn't feel when you started the workout. And uh, if you can, then great. If you can't, just make it an easy workout instead. 
But uh, yeah, you should definitely not, again, default to changing things on the fly in your schedule. Use these steps outlined to, to come up with a system that you can follow fairly consistently. And even when life throws, throws curveballs at you and you are dead tired, you still have a consistent process for dealing with those challenges. So this is something that we work really a lot on with all of my coached athletes, but especially if they have irregular schedules or things like shift work. But uh, for all the other listeners, these principles, uh, I want to make that clear, they apply much more widely than to uh, any particular shift work system or shift work in general. Uh, this uh, sort of system can absolutely be used even for just a regular uh, work schedule. Anybody can do can follow the steps that I outlined with logging your training and starting to planning according to some patterns that you see. It might be that uh, that maybe you have kids on weekends or things like that and and that's sort of drains you for monday and tuesday so then you learn that you need to make monday and tuesday uh, easy easier easier days any sort of things can come up here in in this uh, pattern finding association digging process that that i just described so second strength training jordan writes Everything I'm reading says that at 50, I should be doing six rep strength work as opposed to multi-rep sets of, say, 20. But I always feel drained for swimming if I've done deadlifts, etc. the day before. I once wrote into 220 triathlon with this, and their advice was to listen to my body and don't train when I'm tired. Great. And uh, I can sense a bit of irony in that great, uh, if that wasn't clear. So, I mean, it's... uh, it's difficult to know with uh, just a little information, but I can think of three options for immediately for why you might be feeling drained. First, maybe you haven't done a proper adaptation period to strength training. You're absolutely right about uh, the the low rep, high weight. That's what you should be doing. I'll link to my article, Triathlon Strength Training in 2018, the definitive guide, in the episode description. Or you can just Google Triathlon Strength Training and it's one of the first results. But uh, that will give you like a very, very detailed uh, detailed description of, of what to do. But yes, you are correct. But that said, you should do a, an adaptation period when you get into strength training again after some time out of the gym, which will be more moderately high reps and low weights to get used to that before getting into the really heavy stuff otherwise it will just knock you out and yeah it will be very ugly if you try to do workouts the next day the second thing that can be a problem is if you lift too much in total so what i mean by this is the strength training program that i developed has you do only four exercises per session, no more. And usually this consists of three sets of three to six reps. That's a total of anywhere from 36 reps at uh, around 90% of your one rep maximum to 72 reps at 75 to 80% of your one rep maximum. And that's already plenty. Any more than that and uh, you're doing too much and it will be difficult to to recover from properly. So so I, I think that maybe you might be doing, uh, doing more exercises uh, potentially and that could be one of the reasons that uh, that you feel drained the next day your your total tonnage might be too big simply and finally and this is perhaps the most likely likely option 
it might be that your recovery and recovery nutrition is insufficient. So first of all, within your strength training session, do you take two to three minutes full recovery between sets? Uh, you should do that. And you shouldn't try to do core training in between. You can do some stretching, that's that's fine, but, but you should be take recovery very seriously in your strength training session. Second, do you fuel immediately after the session with 20 to 30 grams of protein and 50 to 60 grams of carbs and then a lot more of both slightly later within an hour and a half, two hours, like a full meal? Remember that recovery is the greatest limiter for having a good session the next day and for strength training, uh, that uh, post-workout nutrition is super, super critical, both the immediate post-workout fueling that I want you to do within five to ten minutes of the workout. It's so easy to do with a recovery shake. But then also the full recovery meal, making sure that you get enough proteins and carbs in in a meal one one and a half to two hours after the session. Uh, Probably just like yourself, (laughs) I do not agree with 220 here either. Uh, You should not just accept to not train when you're tired. First of all, triathletes need to sometimes train when they're tired. That's uh, that's not not a thing that you should expect to always feel great when you're training. That's uh, completely backwards. But second of all, I think that uh, this feeling of being really drained and uh, completely unable to have a good session after a gym workout, you can and will find a solution, but it requires some digging. And I think that the best, most likely points to start is one of the three things that I outlined here, a proper adaptation period of your strength training program and not lifting too much not having too many exercises and finally the recovery between sets and the recovery nutrition in particular so i hope that you all enjoyed this beginner tip i've linked to the related uh, episodes and uh, and articles i will also link to the strength training podcast episode that i did the triathletes strength training formula in episode 81 they are all linked in the episode description in your podcast app so you can click through there and have a look at them if you want to make your training even more effective by using a training plan that helps you by guiding you in setting your own individual pace or heart rate targets check out my website scientifictriathlon.com where I have training plans to help you do just that so that you can train to your individual needs. Finally, thank you so much to Precision Hydration for sponsoring this episode. You can find them on precisionhydration.com and to get your first box of electrolyte product for free, you can use the promo code thattriathlonshow, all one word, all caps at checkout. Thank you, as always, for listening. Keep training smart and keep loving triathlon.